1: Picture the scene. Two shoe salesmen get assigned a new territory in the middle of the jungle in an island far, far away, like where Shrek lives, right, far away. First shoe salesman gets there and he calls his boss and says, boss, this is a waste of time. No one in this village even wears shoes. Second shoe salesman calls his boss and says, Boss, this is amazing. I don't have time to talk. Send me everything you've got because you're not going to believe it. No one in this village even wears shoes. Two people in the same situation. One person sees the obstacle and one person sees the opportunity. What's the difference? What's the difference? Quick. Perception, mindset, attitude. So write this down. In order to succeed in business, you have to have a success mindset. You have to see the obstacle where no one else, you have to see the opportunity where everyone else sees the obstacle. Okay, I'll tell you something that will never work. Selling shoes online. Because you've got to try on shoes, right? Because every shoe feels a little different. Yet Tony Shea and the Zappos company thought, no, it'll work. And they were right to the tune of about a gazillion dollars when they sold that company to Amazon. Right? No one will ever order DVDs through the mail. People go to the store and look, they can't decide what they want. They won't just have it come in the mail. Too many obstacles here. No, there was an opportunity. People do want that. Netflix outperformed Blockbuster. So write it down. Step one, have a positive mindset. Second bonus part I gotta show you is I didn't start telling you who I was. I started by just coming straight out into a story. I was talking to Martin just before we started that people will not remember facts, they only remember stories. You'll remember the two shoe salesmen, and you'll remember the lesson. What well, I could go through into the buying psychology of people and differentiation, but I differentiate myself by starting with the story. So write that down, you've got to differentiate. This is how you can do your business. The more astute among you will have noticed that I am doing this presentation in a Scottish accent. There are a couple of reasons for this. Number one is differentiation. Number two is I have real difficulty doing any other type of accent but a Scottish accent. But I, I was ut and aboot in Regina earlier, eh? You can see why I can't do a Canadian accent, eh? Alright. Key principle number two, and the reason I'm teaching in principles is if you study Ralph Waldo Emerson, he says that methods, there may be a million and then some, but there's only a few principles. The man who masters methods without understanding principles is going to fail. right? But once you understand principles, the methods don't matter. So the phrase I want you to focus on is, methods are many, and principles are few. Methods may change, but principles never do. You like that, right? It's a little ditty, right? <laughs> methods are many, principles are few. Methods may change, but principles never do. And that's the key that I'm gonna share with you, business principles. Okay, it doesn't matter what business you're in, these will all work. So this is a money tree, right? Picture the scene. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday night, and there's a knock at the door. And you open the door and there's a leprechaun there. You're already skeptical, I can see. And this leprechaun says, I have here an invisible seed. Do you see it? Can't see it because it's invisible. Very smart. If you plant this tree in your garden, tomorrow morning there will be a money tree with a million dollars hanging from the tree. And I'm going to sell this invisible seed to you that you can't see or feel or touch for $500 cash. How many of you would immediately rush to the ATM And do the deal. All right. You guys are all smart. Not a great deal. Picture the scene. You open the door. There's a leprechaun there again. Only this time, it's a Scottish leprechaun. (laughs) So right away, a little more trustworthy. (laughs) And this leprechaun says, I have here an invisible seed. Can you see it? can't see it, it's invisible. You can't feel it either. If you plant this seed in your garden, tomorrow there will be a tree with a million dollars on it. And instead of asking for any money, what I'd like to do is plant this seed in the garden for you, and I will come back tomorrow, and I will take all the money off the tree, and I will give you $100,000 for the trouble. How many of you are like, all right, I'll do it. Here's what happened there. Now Everybody agrees scenario one, you wouldn't do it. Scenario two, you would. Scenario two, I asked for 1,800 times the money I asked for on the first one. You wouldn't give me 500, but you would give me 900,000. Why? Come on. There's no risk. Thank you. There's no risk. So write this down. How can you remove the risk in your business? Because isn't this what fitness is? It's an invisible thing that you can't feel like. no, A client who's out of shape does not understand how they will feel. And to be quite honest, the process of exercising and the stuff that we teach may not be fun for them. We're selling something that is invisible. Have you ever tried to sell fitness? You ever thought about it? What's your name? Roxana, pleasure to meet you. Welcome to my gym. It's $50 a month. Roxana, look around. As you can see, most people in this place are not in shape. That's because most of the time, as an industry, we fail. Roxana, do you like pizza? You can forget pizza because you're eating chicken breast. What else is it? Chicken breast, broccoli, egg whites, and you're going to eat them out of Tupperware. No more forks for you, Roxana. Roxana, make sure you have a gallon of water with you at all times. Dehydration is a killer. <laughs> Roxana, do you like watching sports? Well, you can forget sports because Monday we train chest. <laughs> Wednesday, we train back and biceps. And Friday, we train legs, but you're probably going to blow it off, but it doesn't matter. On your off days, you're going to come in and do cardio. Because off for us does actually mean off means you come in. (laughs) Studies have shown that in the first six weeks of this program, Roxana, we have a 60 to 90 percent chance of injuring you. That's documented, okay? It's a good chance. Roxana, it hurts. It's hard. It's going to be hard. And if you ever stop, it all goes away. (laughs) Are you in? That's what we're selling. That's how hard it is. So with this example, we remove the risk. Okay, how do we remove the risk? We offer at Results Fitness a double your money back guarantee. I know you're like, wow. Because how many times have I had to give that money back? Never. John said I couldn't walk around the room. I can't stand still. I'm sorry. Camera guys have to keep up with me. So here's how we establish take the risk away. We offer a guarantee. If you can't offer a guarantee, you have to get better. Get better. And number two, you have to provide an abundance of social proof. If I tell you Results Fitness is the best gym in town, you might believe me. If I hand you a book with 300 before and after pictures, a book of client stories, and I tell you, we're the only gem in town that's featured in the Perform Better Tour, the only gem in town that spoke at CSEP this year, the only gem in town that consults with Nike, the only gem in town that's featured in Men's Health, and the only gem in town that has eight best selling fitness books. That is an abundance of proof. I've taken the risk away. If you take the risk away, people will pay as in this example, 1,800 times what you asked for because there's no risk. Right? That's principle number two. Understand the mindset of the client. They see fitness as being a, this invisible risk. Take that away from them. All right. Principle number three, I want everybody to take out a piece of paper and draw this shape. Can somebody tell me what it is, first? Roxanne, what shape is this? You Canadian? Americans usually try to second-guess me. Go, it is a pyramid or something like that. (laughs) Like, no, just a triangle. (laughs) Should everybody draw it? Krista, you as well. And I'll wait. John told me you got 15 minutes to make an impact. He took 40 minutes. I was timing him. Alright, right, now I want you to picture the scene that we are in the business of producing triangles, okay? So I'm going to give you 10 seconds to draw as many triangles as possible, and imagine you're going to cut them out and give them to me for money. Okay, 10 seconds, go. I'm actually going to time you. This is real. That's five. Time. How many people got 20 triangles or more? Hands up. 15 to 20. Hands up. Couple of high performers. 10 to 15. Okay. so if we were in the business of producing triangles, something that you all know how to do, the money is going to go to the people that can produce more in less time than the rest of the room. Does that make sense? Right. That's what business is all about. Now I want you to do a second experiment where you put a W on one side of your paper and I want you to do interconnecting W's all the way across put a line on the top and a line on the bottom. Again, I'm going to give you ten seconds. This is a real experiment. Go! Five seconds. Time. Hands up if you got 20 or more. Alright, so I've doubled it. Hands up who got between 15 and 20. Hands up. Alright, here's the thing. Do you guys realize? You may not get this. Those W's are little triangles. Each W is one, two, three, four, five triangles. So if you did 10 W's, you have 50 triangles. Okay? How many of you got more triangles than you did before? Hands up. 100% of the room is some lazy people right? who don't want to put their hands up. <laughs> I just taught you a system of producing triangles. A system. You knew how to produce triangles, but without a system, you don't have a business. Uh, my business runs without me. We can guarantee results. We guarantee two gene sizes, eight weeks, or double your money back. We guarantee these results because we have a system. We follow the system, and we get results. Okay, so right, everything you do has to be replicated into a system. Like cookies. How many people here know how to make cookies? All right, forgot, trainers, right? How many of you guys know what a cookie is? Hands up, because I know you're just eating chicken, broccoli, and egg whites out of Tupperware. You hear Don talk about intermittent fasting? He gave me that program. Intermittent means sometimes. Fasting means you don't eat. Sometimes you don't eat. I was like, amen. That's not what he sent me. Sometimes you eat. Most of the time. It's near constant fasting, and occasionally you eat something. All right. Anyway, back on track. How many people here know how to make cookies? Hands up. A lot. Now you guys are being honest. I don't know how to make cookies. I know how to eat cookies. What's your name? Uh, I get a recipe that gives me instructions as to what to do. So let's picture this. It says step one, go to the store. I can do that. Step two, buy these ingredients and step three, come home. Step four, put the oven on at 350 degrees. That's what it says. Now I can follow these steps And they might not be perfect, but they're going to be pretty good if I follow the recipe, right? A recipe is just a system. And a system stands for save yourself some time, energy, and money. Save yourself some time, energy, and money. What I'm not going to do is go, you know what, I like hot sauce. I'm going to mix it in with this recipe. See how that comes out. I'm going to follow the recipe as written. But once you have a recipe, you can replicate it. You can hand it to people and you can reproduce your results consistently. So key number three with the fitness business is everything has to be systemed. From answering the phone, we have a system. From touring people around the gym, writing a program, executing a training session, everything is systemized. Okay, follow the system. You can come up with your own nutrition program for all your clients, or you can follow the, a proven system with precision nutrition and save yourself some time, energy, and money. That's the key to a lot of this stuff. All right, I'm going over. I'm gonna. I have 18 seconds with two points to go. Number four: practice the principle of the slight edge. I was involved in competitive martial arts as a, a kid, and I, I loved fighting. Even more than I loved fighting, I loved winning fights, getting the beat up. Not a, not a huge fan, not a huge fan of that part. But my instructor was, uh, is the best coaching mind I've yet to meet, and I've met a lot of coaches, and he was relentless on the basics. Actually, there's a bonus tip, write that down, be relentless on the basics. So I got my black belt at 14. I wanted to do flying kicks. I wanted to do sparring and punching and kicking, and my instructor relentless on the basics. So every training session we practiced the basics. Now you guys might not know this, but if we're in a fight, and you punch at my head, human instinct is to pull back from it, right? If I punch at the head, head will pull back, right? That's human instinct. But that puts you off balance, increases the target area, puts your central nervous system on stretch because your spine is extended and likely that you can get knocked out. So while it goes against everything in human nature, what you have to do when someone throws a punch is you have to step towards it and check it, right? So if someone's punching me, I step in and I cover, right? Step in and cover. So we practice this every training session. Step in, cover, step in, cover. But I wanted to do flying kicks. So I'm like, step in and cover, step in and cover, step in and cover, step in and cover, check, check, step in and cover. Mm -hmm. Right? Typical 14-year-old brat. Fast forward, I'm working in a bar in college. I went to college in England, which is a fantastic country set that's full of English people. There's, whenever I say that joke, there's, there's the one huge guy in the room who's an ultimate fighter. He's like, hey, I'm from England. I'm like, oh, shit. Just, that guy's here, just a joke. So I'm asking people to leave. It's Sunday night, and I'm asking people to clear the room. And I asked this one guy, can you finish your drink and leave? Apparently, he took great offense to this because he smashed the glass on the table and swung it around at my head. What did I do? Step in and, well, no, I fly and kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, I stepped in and covered. I still have a scar on my arm from it, but otherwise, I probably would have lost an eye. One idea from all that training. Save me. One idea. One idea from a book can turn your business around. Ticketmaster is one idea that you could buy a ticket for any sporting event or concert in one place. Amazon is one idea. Zappos is one idea. That's how you need to think. One idea. I'll hear people say, hey is this book worth it? The book's 20 bucks. I need $21 of knowledge from that book to get a return on my investment. That return would be 5%. 5% in maybe a month from a book. That's huge. You're not gonna get that in the stock market or real estate nowadays. One idea, you're always in search for one idea. That's the principle of the slight edge. Last one before I wrap it up. Well, Here's the principle of the slight edge in action. You guys may have heard this. I hire you to do a job for one month, and I offer you two forms of payment. I offer you 30 grand cash at the end of the job, or I will put one penny in the bank, and I will double that content every day. Which would you choose? The penny. I'm going to demonstrate that to you. What I don't understand is, how come I haven't found a bank that will do this for me? It seems so doable. Day one, you have one. End of the week, you have 64 cents. End of the second week, you have $81. 30 grand would still be better. End of the third week, this one little idea has been worth 10 grand. The 30 grand is still better. But now it starts to pay off. After 28 days, we'd have 1.3 million in the bank if we could. Du- How can we not do this, huh? Eh? It's frustrating to me because it seems like we should be able to. I could do the first part, couple lines. <laughs> Somebody would pick it up from day 15 onwards. All right? So that's the principle of the slight edge. For the last one, next one, I'm going to need a volunteer. And volunteer is a Scottish word for I'm going to pick Roxanne again. So come on out. Everybody say thank you. Because this presentation just got a whole lot better now that Roxanne's here. What I want you to do is put your arm out to the side, close your eyes, and I'm going to push down as hard as I can. You're going to resist me. someone else. Are you weak? You're strong. All right, right, I'm going to push down on this, resist me. Super strong, right? She can resist. All right, we're going to do the same thing again, Roxanne. And I'm, not, I'm pushing hard, she's strong. I'm going to push it with only two fingers this time. But I want you to look at the audience. And when I say go, I want you to try to get Roxanne's attention. Also, I want you to tap your right foot as you're doing this. And I want you to count out loud backwards from 217 in threes. So 217, 240. Ready? Go. Out loud. 217, What happened? Thank you. Everybody give a round of applause. Thank you. Why did she get weaker 10 seconds later? She lost focus. We cannot multitask. That's a lie. Warren Buffett was asked what his secret to success is. Warren Buffett, the most successful investor of all time, said, for every 100 good ideas I get, I turn down 99 of them. When Roxanne closed her eyes and focused on being strong, she was strong. When I asked her to count, tap her foot while I was putting my fingers up in front of her and you were all trying to get her attention, that is too much input. She could only really do one of those things well. We try to do too much. So the fifth principle is focus, right? Focus is also an acronym for follow one course until successful. I'll talk to trainers and I'm like, what do you do? Well, I do one-on-one training, small group. I do semi-private training, boot camps in the morning. I teach spinning. Uh, I do nutrition, I sell supplements, mountain biking, and I also teach a little (laughs) jujitsu. Do less stuff. Richard, I was talking to Martin at the back, Richard Branson turned down a, a half a million dollars for a one hour speaking presentation, just similar to the fee John's paying me to be here half a million dollars for a one-hour presentation because it didn't fit in with the three objectives he had for his company. That's the power of focus, right? So follow one course until successful. So you get got five keys. Number one, focus, one course, right? This not good focus. (laughs) Not good focus. Shut up! Jiu-jitsu and nutrition and one-on-one training and group training. Some of you guys in this room are doing that. Taxidermy and cheese is close. <laughs> All right, five keys. Spend some time on that slide. How'd you like that? Five keys. Number one, success mindset. Okay? This is like a garden. Everything you plant in here is going to grow. Be careful what you put in there. Most of you don't put junk food or crappy things into your body because you care about your body. Be careful what you put in your head, it's just as important, right? Mindset plus skill set plus get off your assets, right? That's the third part, you gotta do action, right? Number two, understand the mindset of the client, right? The invisible seed, the guarantee. If you can see John Smith through John Smith's eyes, you can sell John Smith what John Smith buys. You like that too, huh? If you can see John Smith through John Smith's eyes, you can sell John Smith what John Smith buys. Understand the mindset of the client. We're selling something that's invisible. We've gotta guarantee it. Number three, systems. If you can't systemize it, you don't own it. You're running improv. Two shows in Vegas, the same week, two shows. One of the head performers got injured the same week. Most people know the first one, Siegfried and Roy. The second one is the Blue Man Group. Which show still exists? Because the power of systems. Siegfried got, was it Siegfried who got bit by a tiger? It's a horrific story. Blue Man Group, the guy I think broke his hip. But they could replace him. Now I know that sounds callous, but that's the power of systems. The show goes on. If you can't replicate it, you're running improv. Number four, practice the principle of the slight edge. One idea. It is not the cost of the book or the seminar that is important. It is the cost of not going to the seminar or reading the book. It's going to make the difference. And lastly, focus. Stay concentrated on your goal. I suggest no more than three things that you do. Right, Three things to get to your Uh, to your financial and your your sort of lifestyle goals any more than that there's a saying that any more than three goals you don't have any goals okay no more than three guys I was about 10 minutes over the most valuable gift anybody can ever give you is their time you guys gave me your time hopefully you got an idea principle is slight edge that will help you to make more money than you would have otherwise sitting here but you'll never get your time back for that I'm
0: eternally grateful thank you very much Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's The Complete Fitness Professional Podcast. For more information about how to become the complete fitness professional yourself and for some awesome free nutrition and coaching resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.